Well, hello everyone. Welcome to Weddings and Mimosas. And we have a wonderful new guest today, the lovely Kelia Clarkson. Hold for applause, hooray. She's <laughs> How are you, Kelia? I am wonderful. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. And you're moving. Yes, yes. I'm in the midst of moving. I'm about a week and a half out from moving across the country from New York City all the way to Los Angeles, which is actually where I'm from. So it's kind of like moving home. But yeah, it's just, I've never really done a move like this. I mean, aside from the first time that I moved here to New York, but I'm just in that time where, you know, I'm waking up in the middle of the night and going, oh my goodness, I have to do that and I have to sell that and just... (laughs) So it's crunch time. You're going to be fine. You look wonderful. <laughs> Thank that you. Wonderful. I was like wondering, I was like, I probably should have scheduled this differently because I'm back. Her house is like covered in boxes. Not quite. So we're, we're super, um, we wait until the last minute. We like just living on the edge that way. So we don't have boxes yet, but next week, if we had, then yes, I would be surrounded by boxes. This is just a of time. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I have a pineapple mocktail. This is pineapple juice, everyone. And Amelia has lemonade and a beautiful floral tumbler. Yes. So cheers, and we shall get cheers. That's sour. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Kelia. You got married and I thought you got married during COVID, but I found out last time you were here with us in LA that you guys got married right before COVID hit, like the clever people that you are. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So tell us a little bit about your love story, how you got engaged and what made you decide on a micro wedding? Yeah. So we, I guess, did micro, uh, a micro wedding before it was popular, you know, we, We did. And we said it, you know, without really knowing why, I guess (laughs) we didn't know how, um, how helpful that was going to be for everyone else down the line, but no. So our love story, I mean, we met back in LA, we met in an acting class. We were, um, we were scene partners and funnily enough, we did this scene where we were playing this couple that, um, during the scene, we both found out that we had been cheating on each other. And (laughs) so it just, it's very, you know, dramatic and it ends in this kind of terrible breakup, but you know, out of that love was born. (laughs) And, um, and so then, you know, of course we just dated and, we had both, he had already lived in New York and I had just always wanted to move in New York, live in New York. I just kind of always saw myself there. And so eventually we just decided, you know, I think we're both ready for something different. Let's, let's move to New York. So, um, yeah, so we moved here we were still dating. And then I think it was probably six months after we moved here, we got engaged on a rooftop, which was so fun. Yeah. <laughs> he took me to this um little rooftop in Queens. And so it had this beautiful view of Manhattan across the river. And it was just like, just so magical. And it was private and intimate. It was just wonderful. And so, um, so then we just decided to, I mean, we were going through the whole wedding thing of, okay, you know, I, I had in my mind for years, as I'm sure many women do of just, okay, well, what do I want my wedding to look like? And of course I have this image of like 27 dresses or my big fat Greek wedding, just all of the rom-coms, you know? And 
as I started getting closer to the wedding, it became kind of clear to us that getting everybody in our family together, because we just have very international families, um, you know, yeah, I, I had people living in uh, Tokyo and and he was, you know, had people in England and Scotland and LA. And so it was just kind of all over the place. And so we just decided, you know, it's just going to be too difficult to get everyone in the same place that we all really love. And so um, we just decided to go ahead and get a couple of friends here. And we actually got married on a rooftop. So exactly the way that we got engaged that we got married and for y'all yeah (laughs) and um you know we were just surrounded by the New York City skyline and um you know as I look back it it feels still very movie-like even if it wasn't like all the other movies that I had thought of initially um but yeah that was kind of our our love story and our wedding story it's peaceful beautiful yes beautiful I love that it kind of started with the rooftop and ended on a rooftop I know yeah we didn't even plan it that way but (laughs) So sweet. So I think that was one of my other questions for you was, I think that as I, you know, I was always told as like, as a girl, like women dream about their weddings, you know, as from their born, blah, blah, blah. I think guys do too. I don't think it's just women. I work mm-hmm. with women rooms that are like even more into it than the brides are. But when I got married and I was planning our wedding, I thought I was like on it. And looking back on my wedding day, after I got married, like I spent a lot of money on live musicians and it ended up, they were absolutely terrible. And I'd wish that I had pressed my bouquet and not dried it and used that money in a different way. And so I think we all, we all dream of our wedding. And then it's time for like a regrouping when you get engaged to be like, okay, what do I actually want? And then you know, after your wedding, you can always look back and say, I wish my bouquet was pressed. Um, but when you look back on your wedding, um, what are like highlights and pros and cons? Yeah, so I would say the pros that immediately come to mind are, first of all, I'm a really, really, really strong introvert. And so the idea of having all of that attention on me from so many people was honestly pretty overwhelming to even think about. And So for me, a really, really big pro was that it was just, it was so intimate. It was people that we were very close with were there and then just us. And so I didn't feel kind of pulled in every which direction. Um, Because what I've heard from other brides is, you know, you end, you get to the end of your wedding day and you're just absolutely exhausted. You know, you had like (laughs) hundreds and hundreds of people there and they all want to say hi to you. (laughs) And you know, and and you want to say hi to everyone and, you know, you want to catch up with your aunt that you haven't seen in four years, but I just can't imagine having so many people, you know, asking for your attention when you're trying to get married and, you know, have the most important day of your life, basically. So that was one really, really big pro for me. Um, I would say probably another pro was, as you kind of um, touched on already, was you looked back and you went, oh my gosh, I spent all of this money on, you know, this one thing that you might end up going, you know, if I'd really thought about it, I didn't need that. So that was a nice thing was just to um, kind of start fresh and not have this, um, this big bill basically over our heads or, or even, you know, my parents or his parents or something. It was kind of nice to just save money right off of the bat and not stress too much about that. Um, And then another pro that would come to mind is 
you know, I felt like the wedding day was really about us mm-hmm. and it wasn't about, you know, some kind of weird dramatic thing that happened <laughs> just out <laughs> of all the guests. I don't know. I'm sure that happens, right? It's just like something dramatic happens with the guests or like someone gets upset about something someone else did. And so none of that was an issue. It was all about us. It was people that we were really, really close with. Um, and so it just felt like a very tailored experience, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So that was really nice. But I mean, of course, anything that you do, you're going to have some, you know, quote unquote cons as you look back. Although I look back on my wedding day and I really love it. And it was really unique to us. But I think um, probably for some people, the cons could be like, maybe it, maybe they didn't have quite the wedding that they had already imagined in their mind. And of course, there's some kind of like compromise that does have to happen, but um but it is nice to see some of your dreams fulfilled, I guess, you know? And I mean, when I, when it came down to, you know, my dress and all that type of thing, like I just found something kind of simple. And there are some times when I wish that I had maybe like a, I I don't know, more fancy dress that like one day I could give to my daughter or my, you know, future daughter-in-law or something like that. And I don't have that, but, you know, I think, I think overall, I look back on the wedding and um, it's hard to have many, many cons, but um, definitely a lot of pros for us. Lots of pros, lots of happiness. Yeah. And a lot of people post-COVID and during COVID were in a situation where they had no choice but to have a micro wedding. I was at a Bible study with a group and they were like, we had a 300 person wedding plan and then COVID hit and we had to get married with 10 people. And they were like lamenting. And I was like, listen, y'all, you can just get married again. (laughs) That's true. Have one wedding here. But I think that I, that's something that I really like about smaller weddings is that you can be really intentional with where you spend money and also who you invite because our wedding was 120 and I felt so overwhelmed the whole day. And I'm an extrovert. I was like, so many people here. And I remember a rehearsal on the boat that we all loved. Yes. That was a wonderful rehearsal. So fun. <laughs> I remember the rehearsal more than I remember the wedding day. I, I remember the wedding day in like flashes, but it just felt like a whirlwind. And I remember like everything about the rehearsal. And so it does go by so fast. So yeah. you have to be very intentional with what you do. Cause looking back and like, we left an hour early. We were tired. Yeah. no I I remember you on your wedding day I probably remember more than you do because I didn't I didn't have so many people trying to talk to me but yeah I mean you know obviously you guys just looked so so happy but yeah I could tell like you were definitely running around and you know you just had a lot of things that you that you were trying to kind of get done and all of that yeah broke remember that it was so hot <laughs> I was like leaning against the bathroom tile for like 10 minutes trying to that. it was so hot in that room it was crazy <laughs> but honestly it was a really beautiful wedding I, I look back on it and I go this was absolutely spectacular and of course a wedding planner putting on put it on like of course a pro <laughs> I had like so many timelines I gave out all my timelines to everyone and I was like yeah do not bother me. No one talked to me. I'm going with my sister-in-laws. We're going to the hotel. No one talked to us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's me and Cindy were on it. They did a very yes. Good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pros and cons. 
we talked about doing a small wedding and we didn't and I'm glad I liked it but there are times when I'm glad we had the boat because I think we had the best of both worlds because we had that intimate niceness but I always recommend people who are on the fence to do a smaller wedding if they want to because I think some people are like oh that's not very many people is it okay but it really is great and you spend the money where it matters and that yeah thing on your wedding exactly I think if you look at the different places that you can save like I think it's really smart to just come up with a pro and con list and just like a a non-negotiable list type of thing And if you look at the places where you can potentially save money from, you know, maybe not inviting your third cousin or something like that, that opens up the opportunity to have something really, really unique and special. So you might have that little bit of extra money for a really beautiful venue or a string quartet or just something that would make it really spectacular for you. Mm -hmm. I agree and that's you're gonna remember it better that way and then there's people you like because then you're not inviting people you get to a point where you (laughs) people but if you keep it small you can just say I'm so sorry it's a small wedding yeah you'll say I'm so sorry there's only 20 seats at the venue I'm so sorry (laughs) and here's our registry but yeah (laughs) (laughs) so sorry Um, so where did you get your dress? Because your dress is beautiful. I saw a picture of it. I got it on Amazon. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just that type. I don't know. I got my shoes on Amazon, my dress. I, I still have the lipstick, I think somewhere that I used, um, you know, there are things that I'll hold on for onto forever, but I'm, I'm definitely not someone that I, um, I needed a super expensive dress, but yeah. Well, it's beautiful. And Amazon is a win. We love it. Yeah, honestly, Amazon does have pretty good options if you're trying to save a little bit of money there. And great qualities. Did you get a couple in case one didn't fit? Or did you did you see it and you're like, this is the dress? (laughs) I trusted. I I yeah. (laughs) I was like, this is going to be the dress. But I just I got one that was like a little bit um it was actually a like it was like knee length or something. And it, it was kind of like I was looking for something that was maybe 1950s ish looking kind of you know just like a little um not super puffy skirt but like Audrey Hepburn ish type of silhouette very classic it's never yes yes brilliant. you can pass it down it's always yeah. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um I love the little white dresses Amzel has such amazing dresses for that and I always mm. say like get four white dresses for all your parties and just live it up and the yes. white, yeah, two wears white after the wedding. I mean, maybe some people look good in white. I don't. So I live for <laughs> white. <laughs> That's really funny. I think you look beautiful in white. I, I loved your wedding dress. It looked amazing on you. White is very bridal, but you know, it's like, how often do, would you ever wear white again? You, so you have to really live it no, up. No, it's true. Yep. Live it up. Cause after that, it's just not as exciting. Yeah. <laughs> Although when I was like, way before I met Nathan and we were dating when I would dream of the wedding dresses or something that I would um wear one day I would often look at Beholden which I'm sure you're very familiar with mm-hmm. the anthropology line and they just like they have absolutely beautiful just kind of not all of them are considered wedding dress some of them are considered engagement dresses or something but I think you can use them as wedding dresses and they're a little bit cheaper if you buy them and they're not called a wedding dress <laughs> It's true. I was just, I think we were at the Grove 
last week and the anthropology had the line of their wedding dresses out and I saw them for the first time in person and I was like they're beautiful yes they're gorgeous yeah they really are and oh we just love anthropology (laughs) (laughs) I know (laughs) so when you think about your wedding and you know you talk about your wedding what kind of tips would you give other people who are currently planning or thinking about it um what things did you learn that you were like don't do this do this instead Hmm, okay well I can really only speak to kind of micro weddings because I that's really all I um have experience with but I think I do think it helps to plan well ahead if you can I really didn't plan well ahead and I will say that added some stress that I just really didn't need on my wedding day it would have been nice to you know wake up and just feel absolutely zero stress um So yes, definitely plan well ahead if you're able to, you know, have a wedding planner that is a total pro like McKenna and is (laughs) on board with your, um, with your micro wedding. I think having a wedding planner, if it's in your budget can really, um, help you feel like you've made a really special day for yourself and you haven't just thrown a party, if that makes sense. Um, they have, you know, I mean, it's their profession. They have special ways of kind of creating something really magical that you wouldn't have thought of. Um, I would say another thought is we did not have a reception. Really what we did is we did the ceremony on the rooftop. It was amazing. We had some champagne with our friends and then we left all by ourselves and had our own, you know, like personal reception at a super romantic and expensive restaurant. And yeah. And honestly, I still look back on that meal as one of the best meals I've ever had. I can still just taste like the, I think we had like these black truffle scallops or something like that. And I still think about it, but I think, you know, if, if, of course, other people like wanted to join you or something. I think it would be a really fun thing to just have a reception at a fun um, restaurant around there rather than having to like just have this crazy big, you know, reception that you might feel like, oh, I've already spent all my money on the string quartet. And, you know, so yeah. But I think it's nice to let others celebrate you too. And that's one of the things. And that's what I tell my brides, especially when it comes to like toast. Because for the longest time, people just hated toast. I think they got a really bad rep Mm. at weddings. And lately, I've been telling brides, I'm just like, when we're planning out the reception, they're like, how many toasts should we have? Are toasts even necessary? I always say, I'm like, you know your people better than I know them. I don't know your people, you do. But there's something so beautiful about people that love you getting up and saying nice things about you. And Mm. I still look back and listen. We listen to our toasts from our wedding and rehearsal every year, and they're so precious. And there's something so special about that. And I think that that's my favorite part about receptions. It's really Mm. the bride and groom's community circle around and just love on them. And it's something that really sticks with you because your wedding day goes by so fast, but those really are impactful. And when else are you going to have that? Your funeral and you're going to be dead. (laughs) You're going to live up those moments to the best you can. (laughs) That's true. That's true. You'll only witness people giving you a toast once, really. (laughs) 
you might be like a bridal shower or a baby shower, but it's not the same. It's different. It's different. I agree. I think if I went back and I decided to have more people at my wedding, that is something that I would add is a few different toasts. I, I absolutely agree with you because it is something, first of all, just really nice to personalize the day and make your guests feel like they're part of it. Um, but also I absolutely love that you guys go back and watch it every year. I feel like that's so intentional and that's so special. And one day your kids are going to see those. And I wish I had had that from, from my parents' wedding, you know? So that's, that's a great tip. Toast. We love toasts. And the rehearsal dinner too, is a great way to slip in toasts. Mm-hmm. Um, and the people that toasted for our rehearsal dinner, they just right before were like, we all want to toast. Now it's like, great. Do what you <laughs> and especially like Cody's toast, our brother-in-law, it was astounding. And I was like, wow, good, good job, Cody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think you can still have a really small micro wedding and have a small reception. It doesn't have to be crazy. It could be at a nice restaurant. You could have added more people to your dinner, but there is something nice about just being alone and you yeah. Know, I don't think it's what most people would have done, but it really worked for us. So, you know, if that's something that a bride listening wants to do, that there, there's your permission, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. <laughs> to invite people to your private dinner. Yeah. <laughs> um, is there anything you would change about your micro wedding? Oh, let's see. I think, I think I would probably... And this is where a wedding planner comes in. I think I would probably put more effort into really transforming a venue into something that felt like this is, this is Kelia, you know, this is her and she's getting married and um, that this is, you know, I I don't know, something like string lights and, and maybe some kind of um, Ivy. And do you know what I mean? Just something that a wedding planner would have access to and have a vision for how to create that, but within a budget. Cause I think it's really hard when you haven't really done any kind of wedding planning before you don't know how much things are going to cost. And, um, and so you get kind of caught up in, in the weeds of like, well, what's important, what isn't important. So I think that is, uh, that's something that if, if I went back and, and had someone like you working with me, I would definitely try to make the venue more personalized mm-hmm. that is a great tip for brides I don't think I ever would have thought to say that look at you <laughs> and I didn't think that when I first started being a wedding planner I didn't do it because I was like oh wow wedding planner someone just offered me a job as an assistant and here I am and so when I first started working with her I was like this is a waste of money people don't know wedding planner but I was <laughs> just there for the job and then after I did it I was like oh my gosh everyone needs a wedding planner and then you know do- doing now I would counter that wedding planners saved bride and groom money because we negotiate contracts in a way that bride and grooms can't because they don't know how much things cost and so yeah just getting a little plug for the planners out there (laughs) no that's absolutely true because what I understand is like florists and just everybody will totally mark something up if they know that it's for a wedding and if you don't know any better for Mm -hmm. no I, I got a different price you know at a different wedding that I organized you won't be able to fight for a better price. And so that's, that's definitely true. It's like, you need someone that's walked this path many, many times and knows how to advocate for you and just make your vision come to life. So you don't have to. 
Because yeah. You have enough on your mind. You're getting married. (laughs) 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 Go change your last name if you're doing that and fill out paperwork. Get a change of address. It's a lot. It is a lot. (laughs) It's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) There's still things that I find around my house that I'm like, oh, this still has my old last name. Like, I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, there are definitely things where I'm like, oh, that still has my old last name. I don't know if I'm ever going to change it, but we'll see. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, Kelia, we're so glad you were on our podcast today. Do you have anything you want to say before we wrap up? Oh my goodness. Well, I would just, first of all, love to say that I had the most fun talking weddings. I never talk weddings. I, I don't know why. I feel like this was, I should talk weddings. (laughs) So I just had the most fun being on this podcast. And thank you so, so much for the opportunity to speak to your listeners. Well, thanks for coming on. Kelia, you have a very interesting and amazing blog that you do and podcast. You're very talented. You're very busy. You're very busy. (laughs) Thank you. Yes, you're a writer. You just do a lot. You were just on The Tonight Show, right? Oh my goodness. Yeah, I was on the Tonight Show. Not just a little while ago, but I was. <laughs> to me. Yes. <laughs> Tell us about your blog and podcast, Wallflower Journal. Yes. So I it first just launched as an online magazine called Wallflower Journal a, a little over a year ago now, which is just so insane to me. But um, I started it basically in order to give women an online space to grow gently and ponder thoughtfully and live beautifully. That was kind of the idea behind it. And so with Wallflower Journal, I have a lovely crew of contributing writers where we are constantly putting up um, book lists, uh, recipes, relationship articles, opinion pieces, all kinds of things that just speak into what I think um, the women today want to read. And it all comes from a very gentle place, which is, um, I think, what's what a lot of places are missing is gentleness. That's that's our um, our thing. But also, yes, I do have a podcast. It's called Dear Wallflower. Mm-hmm. And I think the simplest way to describe it is it's basically the Dear Abby a column in podcast form. Mm-hmm. And so my co-host and I have uh, listeners send in some letters with the struggles that they're facing and questions. And we just do our best to offer them advice. And we have people on from time to time who might have something uh, better to say than we do, might have more experience. And, you know, McKenna is going to be on our podcast soon. So that's really exciting. <laughs> um, so yeah, please go check out Wallflower Journal and Dear Wallflower if those sounded interesting to you. I love the Wallflower Journal. I do read it because I follow it on Instagram. So every time a new article comes up, <laughs> saying, there are so many things that I love and it is very gentle. It's very just calming to read, full of good things and very just like you leave feeling refreshed. Oh, it's, thank you. It's so sweet. You're like, oh, okay. Everything <laughs> <is> better today. <laughs> That's the goal. <laughs> so I will link the podcast, the website, everything Kelia related, everywhere we put this, and write in your problems to Kelia at Dear Wallflower. <laughs> yes, tell me, tell me all about your struggles. I want to help you. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, thank you for coming on, Kelia, and we will hope to have you soon. You have been on our blog, the Eventsy McKenna blog, and it was the best blog we ever had. Um, and so we appreciated it. It was so well written, such great tips. So we hope to have you back soon. And we're excited to be neighbors again very soon. I know, we're gonna be neighbors. We're gonna hang out all the time and get dinner. <laughs> it's gonna be the best. <laughs> thank you, Kelia. Thank you. More episodes are coming soon. Have a great day and stay tuned for more.